Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. We just need to remove all these completely fabricated ideas around online, offline, multi-brand, mono-brand. That's not how the consumer thinks. You know, Alibaba is thought of as a Chinese platform. You know, looking into the future, where, where does this deal take Alibaba on a global level? We can bring what we're really good at and partner with others who have technology and capabilities that they're really good at to create an experience for merchants and for consumers that cannot be created today in a single entity. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion. Welcome to the BOF Podcast. We're taking you back to Voices 2020 for a conversation that I had with Jose Nevis, the founder and CEO of Farfetch, and Mike Evans, the president of Alibaba Group. The two executives were on hand to discuss their new mega deal with Richemont, which has just come to life as of Monday because now Farfetch is present on Alibaba's luxury pavilion platform. Last week, Farfetch reported that it sold more than $3 billion worth of goods in 2020, up 49% year over year and generating revenue of $1.7 billion, which has led to the company's first quarter with a positive adjusted EBITDA. Farfetch is still aiming for profitability for the full year of 2021. There's lots to learn from this conversation. Here's Jose Navis and Mike Evans at Voices 2020. Opportunistic investment was theme seven in this year's report on the state of fashion 2021. It offered a prediction that companies will begin maneuvering for the post-pandemic reality to grow market share and expand their capabilities. But in fact, it is already happening. The recent landmark deal with Farfetch, Alibaba, Richemont, and Caring is a case in point. First, it brings together two rival luxury goods groups, Richemont and Caring, who both invested in Farfetch. But there's also added interest because Richemont is also the owner of Vieux's net a Group, a major rival to Farfetch. 
Now, I'm joined by Jose Neves, founder and chief executive of Farfetch, who's in Sao Paulo today, as well as Mike Evans, president of Alibaba, who joins us from Mexico. In this, their first joint conversation, they'll help us to understand the anatomy of this mega deal and what it portends for the global luxury e-commerce space. Welcome to you both, Jose and Mike. Jose, I wanted to start with you first. You know, this is a deal that really took the industry by surprise. Um, some of our reporters kind of dropped the mic on Slack and other places like, where did this deal come from? So in the first instance, can you just give us a, a sense of uh, the genesis of this mega deal? How did it happen? Sure. Um, I think the genesis of the deal uh, was a conversation which I will never forget about that conversation with, uh, with Daniel uh, Zhang. And, uh, you know, we had that conversation just to understand the, the Chinese online luxury market and uh, how what, you know, both the luxury pavilion uh, was doing and Farfetch China was doing. And we ended up staying for a, a long, long time, much longer than what we expected. And what, what was clear to us was three things. First, we think as tech businesses. We, we are technology platforms, we're not retailers. Um, and we really are at the service of, um, you know, the best brands uh, and, and the best retailers to, to really enable them. We're here to enable industries. And, and that ethos was very, very striking because we're not here to replace physical retail, for example. Farfetch started with physical retail. That's, that's what we did since day one. And we continue to have, with Star of the Future and Luxury New Retail, very much belief in, in how do we reinvent the magic of luxury of physical retail. And it's the same with Alibaba, actually. So they, they are enabling tens of thousands of uh, physical retailers in China, not in luxury, but in other categories with one single digital platform. So that was one. The second was China uh, and, and how uh, combined and joining forces, we could have a win-win proposition for consumers and also for brands and retailers in that, in that market. And the third one was the global nature of this deal, that we should really join forces to create this vision of luxury new retail. New retail is Alibaba's strategy. Augmented retail was Farfetch's strategy. Luxury new retail is the combination of these two strategies. And it's really a, a, a movement and, uh, and, and a suite of products and technologies that is ready. So this is not fantasy. This is not future you know, gazing, uh, this is ready. We are powering uh, uh, companies already. Uh, Chanel, for example, we saw the future now available to other companies and obviously Alibaba in China. So that, that was how the, 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 the story started. Um, and then Richemont has a very close partnership with, uh, with Alibaba. Artemis, and allow me to introduce a small correction, the investment was not from Caring, was from Artemis uh, so the holding, the Pinot um, holding company, they were already investors uh, in Firefetch since our IPO. So we naturally asked them, what do you think? Is this a vision from two technologists that really, you know, are not seeing what the industry needs? Or is this something that your maisons and your brands uh, would need and embrace and, very, and think very much is the future? And so would you help us shape that future? And we created this steering group uh, where Johan Rupert and François Ripinot were very honored to have them help us with the roadmap. This is what we have. This is what we're doing. Does this make sense for you? And so, so in a nutshell, that's, that's, the, that's um, how the deal happened. Okay. Mike, um, from, the, from the Alibaba side, you know, it's, you're such a dominant company in China, something like 20% of 
consumer goods, I believe, are bought through your platform. What was the motivation from the Alibaba side to, to move into this partnership? So Imran, I think from our side, I've always thought about it as three visions and a mission. Vision number one is that China today is about 35% of global luxury and probably will grow to 50% of global luxury over the next three to five years. So huge opportunity for brands uh, and consumers and the big luxury houses to pursue that opportunity. Vision number two was really the transformation of luxury through what Jose just mentioned, which is luxury new retail. Uh, we have the new retail technologies. Farfetch has the new retail technologies. And we think this is the way to end this sort of silly distinction between you're either an offline service provider and therefore you don't like online or you're an online service provider and you don't like offline. The two are never meant to be separated. It's all retail and we need to make things easy for brands, merchants, but we also need to make easy, things easy for the consumer. We do that with the new retail technologies. And I think the third vision was that this should be done globally, not just in China. But in order to do it globally, you have to have partners. You need technology partners, but you also need brand and uh, luxury group partners. So this cannot be done by a single entity. You need to do this together. And so those three visions basically allow you to have a single mission, which is the digital transformation of luxury and make it easy for brands, for consumers in China, outside of China, online, offline. That's never been done before. And so that's, that's an ecosystem that we want people to join and be part of. It's not an ecosystem that we created to dominate and exclude. Got it. On that point, you know, when you, when you hear all of the, the players that are involved with this deal, there's one player that's noticeably absent, which is you know, the dominant luxury group in the sector, LVMH, which owns something like 75 different brands, not all of them fashion, of course. W was this something that you took to LVMH? I know, for example, Jose, you know, some LVMH brands are on the Farfetch platform. If this is something to kind of really bring the different players in the industry together to kind of create the standard operating platform for the whole industry globally across physical and digital retail. Why, why isn't LVMH in the mix here? Uh, I'll go to you first, Jose. Well, uh, you know, like uh, we, um, uh, we spoke initially with um, the, the groups that already have a shareholding or a, a, a JV relationship in the case of Richemont with Alibaba, in the case of uh, Artemis uh, with Farfetch, but this is open to everyone. This is, this is absolutely, this is, you know, a, a, a two platform joining forces to create um, a single unified platform across online, offline, mono brand and multi brand, by the way, because CEOs think of, you know, a matrix of two by two. The consumer thinks as a circle, right? Um, and we need, we, this needs to, to, to be transformed. And, and uh, I think this year clearly showed that. And, and that's what we have. And we have ready to go and out of the box. and. Uh, for everyone, for for all the all the luxury groups, um, obviously LVMH has the luxury groups for medium brands, for smaller brands, for retailers, for department stores, um, and I and I think for for medium and small brands, actually this is an incredibly incredibly powerful uh, combination because uh, with one single integration and without the need of producing one single product more, which is also a very sustainable approach. 
you saw suddenly visible, um, not only on the fast edge, um, you know, platform, also on the on the mobile platform with the cross-border model, which is transformational for small medium brands, but also for large that already may have a, a position, uh, um, a, a star front on TLP, maybe they have 100 SKUs. With these, they will have 5,000 SKUs. They, they will have the global inventory, um, uh, which 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 gives them much more visibility. Again, without producing a single uh, item more, and giving Chinese consumers, because that's what's in it for the consumer, the ability to shop real-time fashion from Milan, from Paris, from New York, from LA, from Tokyo, from wherever they used to to love shopping, and now unfortunately they're not able to. So this this is, I think, a win-win for all participants, and 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 it's open. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person, too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere, online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. <coughs> Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff, with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole 
and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So everyone's invited to join. That's good to hear. So we'll track um, the other brands and and maybe groups that decide to be part of it. Um, I wanted to turn the conversation and focus a little bit on the Chinese market. Earlier in the event, we've been talking about China basically bucking the global trend uh, in terms of economic growth, consumer confidence, a series of measures that say that, you know, of all the countries in the world, the major markets in the world, China has already, in a, in a way, come out of the, the crisis stage and, you know, things are turning back towards growth. So, so Mike, as, as, that's a, as, as that's a kind of market that you know very well, can you just paint a picture for us right now of, of the la- of retail landscape in China and how you expect that to evolve? And any any lessons to share that might be applicable on a global level? Sure. I think the most important thing that China did to allow its economy to return to say 4.9 or 5% growth and, and allow retail confidence to reemerge was they got on top and solved the problem of the pandemic. And uh, when I talk to my teams in China, when I talk to Daniel almost every week. The message is very simple, which is look at how normal China has come back to in terms of what's happening on our platform. Look at 1111, where we sold 75 billion US dollars in our uh, global shopping festival. Look at our published results in terms of the growth in our business, both growth in consumers and growth in revenues. Everything tells you and shows you that China has returned to pre-COVID levels of consumption and consumer confidence. And that's because they got on top of the pandemic, eliminated it, and and they're aggressively on top of any sign of an outbreak anywhere in the country. Now, the second thing is that I think that China's also been a growth in sectors that are not growing. So luxury is probably going to decline by close to 22% globally this year, according to the independent studies. And yet in China, it's growing by 45%, that sector. In 2019, we now know because we've looked at the data, 90% of the growth in luxury happened by way of the Chinese consumer. So there's one other thing going on in 2020 that's very important. Because the Chinese consumer is not traveling, that Chinese consumer, 140 to 150 billion of whom would have gone all over the world and purchased luxury goods. They're now not traveling, they're staying in China and they're buying those products in China. So one of the reasons we're seeing such growth in China generally is what we call the repatriation benefit, which is consumers who normally would have spent money outside of China are basically buying everything they need in China. We expect this to continue because savings and the number of people coming into the middle class, which is now about 400, the number of people on our platform, which is now 800 million, these trends will continue And the Chinese consumer, we believe, will be very robust across not just luxury, but all other categories and sectors. So we're very confident what lies ahead. Yeah, it's been kind of amazing to hear similar perspectives right from the first session that we did. I mean, Jose, 
the China market opportunity for Farfetch has been a focus of yours for some years now. And you know, this latest deal just underscores the importance of that market for Farfetch's continued growth. But you already had a partner in China. You had JD.com. And, and you know, now you've, you've, you're changing your strategy, clearly partnering with Alibaba. What does this new partnership offer that the partnership with JD.com did not? And why, why did that partnership not continue? Listen, you know, first of all, I, I have huge, huge uh, respect and admiration uh, for JD, for, for Richard Liu, uh, what he's built um, for that team. Uh, we've been, you know, good partners. We've worked together very closely. I think, you know, there is definitely uh, an intent, a level of, of intent uh, for buying fashion and luxury specifically on Tmall that doesn't exist on any other platform. It's not just 3D. And fashion is the core category um, of, of Alibaba. We all think Alibaba is the Amazon of, of China, which you know is a, is a way of putting it and, and thinking of it. But fashion was never the core category for Amazon. It has become a more and more important category. But it was always the core category for Alibaba. So they have the customer and they have the intent. And they have the tools and the way of presenting it and searching it and shopping it, et cetera, et cetera. That has created an incredibly powerful platform for fashion in, in China. And in recent years, the amazing work that Alibaba has done with the luxury groups to create an environment where they, they're you know, extremely comfortable to grow their businesses is, is, is incredible, is um, uh, quite something. So, uh, so for us, it became clear that um, the alignment uh, with um, Alibaba and with Tmall was the next uh, thing to do and the right thing to do, and uh, and here we are. And and um, you know we're we're going to work very diligently. Uh, we're targeting half of um, you know Q2 next year um, um, for the launch of the Starfront on. On Tmall, that's very exciting. That gives the 3,500 designers, and here we're talking very small designers, medium and very large, presence in, in China's favorite fashion app, which, which is Tmall and the Luxury Pavilion. So, so I think that's, that's extremely exciting. That goes for um, you know, retailers and department stores as well that, that utilize our platform. And, and I think it's... Um, it's, it's going to be a pivotal moment uh, for in, in everyone's China strategy, not just our China strategy, um, but, but everyone's China strategy in 2021. Okay. We only have a couple of minutes left. So, uh, you know, I wanted to conclude by kind of looking far into the future. Because, Jose, you know, you and I have known each other since way back, I think, in 2007 or 2008 when you were first setting up Farfetch and I was first setting up BOF, and you've always been a man with a vision. You know, how has this current period, the, the pandemic, you know, all of the changes that you know, we've been talking about here at Voices, changes in customer behavior, uh, changes in the market landscape, how has that changed your vision for Farfetch, say five or 10 years from now? Well, first of all, there's a sense of service to the community, um, you know, our team was very, we didn't know how this was going to pan out, by the way, no one knew, right? And we started dealing with, with COVID in January because we have a huge team in China, we have 400 people in China. 
who have a big business in China. So we've, we've learned so many lessons, but the sense of community, we've launched in April hashtag support boutiques to support the, the smaller uh, companies, which are the ones that are more vulnerable, vulnerable in this situation. But the sense of we're here to enable an entire industry to thrive and to evolve and to innovate. And I think the other one, the other big lesson is an acceleration. We, we just need to remove all these completely fabricated ideas around online, offline, multi-brand, mono-brand. That's not how the consumer thinks. And, and the brands and, and retailers and all of us, we really need to start using the word digital as a buzzword that sounds good when we do earnings calls and when we put out investor letters because they want to see the digital there, blah, 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 and really say, guys, there's no digital or physical. It's, there's, it's there, there, there one, right? And single view of inventory, single view of customer, single view of journey across multi-brand, mono-brand, online, offline, globally, including China. We need it now in 2021 not in 2025. And, and this is what I'm absolutely laser focused um, in leveraging this partnership with Alibaba, but also what we already have. This already exists. It's not a futuristic vision. Uh, and how can we make it easy uh, for, for brands to uh, embrace that vision working with, with us and potentially other providers and other partners, of course. Okay. And Mike, uh, just some quick thoughts from you. We're almost out of time, but you know, it, it strikes me earlier you said you know, this, and this is a global partnership. You know, Alibaba is thought of as a Chinese platform. You know, looking into the future, where, where does this deal take Alibaba on a global level? It takes us to a place that will allow the business to be understood, of course, as the home market being China, but the, the export of technologies and creative solutions for the future of retail can be enjoyed in multiple markets around the world. So it isn't about setting up a, a business in every country. It's about using technology um, and finding partners like we did in this transaction, but as we have in many other transactions, which we can talk about some other time outside of China, where we can bring what we're really good at and partner with others who have technology and capabilities that they're really good at to create an experience for merchants and for consumers that cannot be created today in a single entity. And that's what is exciting about this transaction. There are options in terms of things that we can do with Farfetch and with Richemont and with NAP and with all of these partners that wouldn't be possible if we tried to do it our alone. So that's what's exciting and, and that's what we're looking forward to and that's what we're gonna execute on. Okay, well, I look forward to catching up with you both maybe a year from now to track the progress. Thank you so much for joining us today and uh, giving us the backstory on this mega deal. Thanks, Emma. Thank right. you, Emma. Bye, guys. If you're not yet a BOF professional member, podcast listeners can benefit from a 25% discount on your first year of an annual membership using the code PODCASTPRO. That's podcast P-R-O. POF Podcast is edited and produced by Venetia Van Horn Alkama, Kate Vartan, and Kevin Bobby Blanco in the BOF Studio team. Hey. 
Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-S. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching. Fashion trends. Pep talks where we give advice. Mental health moments. And games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.